With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Game four of the NLDS between the Nationals and the Cubs. Will he or won't he? Steven Strasburg does start game four despite being under the weather. His opposition, former Cy Young winner Jake Arrieta. The wind blowing in at Wrigley Field all afternoon into the early evening, and that wind would assist Strasburg as he faces Addison Russell, bottom two. In the air to deep left. Wolf goes back. He's got room. On a normal day with the wind blowing out that way, they're chasing that ball down Waveland Avenue. Turner at third. And digs back in for a 1-2. Swinging a chopper over the mound. The shortstop, Russell, boots the ball. The Nationals take the lead. After reported IV treatments and antibiotics, he felt more like himself, and here he is. And he strikes out Bryant for out number two. The one-two pitch. Russell strikes out, swinging a ball in the dirt. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a changeup. Strikeout number 10. Swing and a miss. Changeup in the dirt. He struck him out. He's got a dozen. Seven shutout innings for Steven Strasburg. The Nationals lead game four. One to nothing. Double switch by Joe Madden. Wade Davis's closer comes into the game. The kick and the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Right center field. Hap going back. Way back at the wall. He leaps and it's gone! It's gone! It's gone! Goodbye! Grand slam home run for Michael Taylor on a day when no one could hit it out. And it's now the Nationals 5 and the Cubs nothing. And a stunned silence falls over Wrigley Field. The Nats force a winner-take-all game five on Thursday after a 5-0 win. Steven Strasburg becomes the first NL pitcher with two double-digit strikeout games in the same postseason series since Bob Gibson in 1968. Dusty Baker snaps a personal five-game losing streak in postseason elimination games dating back to 2003. Entering Wednesday night's game four, Dusty Baker had lost five consecutive postseason elimination games dating back to 2003, but that streak is finally over as the Nationals posted a 5-0 win to force a winner-take-all game five in Washington on Thursday night. The National skipper spoke to the media after the game. I can see the focus and determination in, in his eyes, you know what I mean, when he, when he came in the office and we talked to him, and, you know, he's a man of few words, but the words he said, you know, gave us every indication that he was ready. Next question here on the right. No, in front. Dusty, how was he feeling um, out there? Did, did he communicate with you? Well, no, we didn't ask him. You know, and sometimes it's better not to ask. And, uh, and just look at his performance and look how he was dealing. And uh, he had everything working tonight. Um, he had a, a great change up. Um, his fastball is always good, it's a good slider. And uh, like I said, he looked very, very determined. And uh, the only time I asked him anything was at the end of the seventh because he had 105 pitches. And, um, you know, I knew he was running out of gas because he's been, he's, you know, he's been sick. But fortunately for us, um, you know, it was a cool night, uh, you know, for him. And, uh, 
you know, all he said is, I said, hey, man, I'm going to come get you. And he just said, well, that's why we traded for those guys, Madsen and Doolittle. Because that's, and, and uh, you know, that's what they're in Kenzer. And uh, we didn't have to use Kenzer tonight. But, you know, Madsen was in a torrential downpour. And it looked like he couldn't feel the ball. And we were wondering if all the balls in Laz's pocket were, you know, were wet. You know, because his pocket got wet, but uh, that was a great game. Um, you know, Michael Lay came through, you know, you know, with a big, I didn't think any right-hand hitter could hit that ball out of the, out of the ballpark, you know, like he did, uh, you know, tonight. On the right, Dan? Dusty, uh, with the conditions that you were just referencing, the, the winds coming in, the mm -hmm. rain, when you see the ball go off Michael's bat, you think what? Well, I, I really, I really didn't know, because when that ball went off of, uh, well, fortunately for us, the elements are on our side because Russell's ball would have been way up in the stands and maybe even on the avenue, and uh, uh, you know that ball was blown back in because that ball was hit a ton. That was the best ball hit tonight. So you know the elements are, on, you know, are on our side tonight, and you know I played many games here, managed many games here, and. Everybody talks about, you know, how the ball flies here, but I think the time that I was here, I think the stadium takes away more horns than it gives. And uh, tonight, um, it gave us one. Next question for Dusty. Here on the right. Uh, who's starting for you tomorrow? Uh, we're not sure yet, you know. So we're trying to, we're going to make up our mind, you know, see uh, the condition of everybody and, uh, like I said, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not trying to be coy at all because that was the theme of the day, you know, with Strauss. So whoever it is, I hope they pick like Strauss did today. Next question. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, w I would venture to say yeah, Tanner or Geo, or both. With seven brilliant scoreless innings and 12 strikeouts, Steven Strasburg became the first NL pitcher since Bob Gibson in the 1968 World Series to post multiple double-digit strikeout games in the same postseason series. Strasburg shared his thoughts after the Nationals took down the Cubs in game four, 5-0. It was a challenge. You know, I, it seemed like once we got here, um, you know, I got hit pretty hard with this virus, and, um, you know, it just seemed to suck the life out of me every single day and you know they got me on antibiotics and just wasn't really wasn't really working or anything and um luckily they switched it yesterday in just hopes um that it would kind of kick in and um you know i woke up this morning and you know i wouldn't say I, f I felt like great but um you know i felt like i was better than what i was the day before and so you know games like this you know you just you have to you have to go out there and give it everything you have, whatever it is. And um, so I called Mad Dog in, in the morning and, and said, just give me the ball. So that's that's what he did. Second row, Dan. Steven, once you took the mound to begin the game, did did anything feel different than a normal start, either in terms of the, the physical element or in terms of the atmosphere or, or any of that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it probably was, was a blessing in disguise. You know, I think it... Um, my energy wasn't really like through the roof, so I think it was easier for me to manage it. Um, so you know, I just focused on just 
one pitch at a time and um, going as long as I could. Okay. Stephen, far left here. <clears throat> hey, Stephen, over here. Kind of to follow that up, with everything said, are you kind of surprised it worked out as well for you? Um, yeah, I'm surprised I was able to, you know, hang in there. But, um, you know, again, I, mean, I think it's just those situations where, you know, break the, try and break the game down, keep it simple, and just know that going in, whatever, whatever I have in the tank, I'm, I'm giving it everything I have. And, um, you know, I really just stuck to one pitch at a time. And before I knew it, it was, you know, seven innings down. Mark, second row. On the right over this um, During the game, did you, or in between innings, did you have to do anything uh, treatment-wise, anything to keep yourself going, or was it kind of business as usual at that point? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was just trying to stay warm. Um, you know, that was just kind of the things I was really struggling with was, you know, temperature changes and stuff like that. And, um, you know, luckily they had the heaters going, but, uh, you know, I was hanging out in the cage a lot of the game. Here on the left, right here. Steven. Um, your your changeup was working really well tonight, and you used it more often than you typically do. Was that a, a matter of you were really feeling it and decided to use it more than than usual? I mean, if it's working, you want to lean on it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's you know I know that it's a pitch that's a, that's a weapon, and as long as I can get into certain situations to use it to certain guys, I know it can be effective. Um, there was just a lot of those situations tonight. Okay. In the back, James. Stephen, uh, when, when they announced that Tanner would start yesterday, did you were you okay with that? Uh, were you hoping that that you could still kind of like you know say otherwise like this morning? Like what was that process all along from yesterday then to when you called uh, um, Mike today? Yeah, um, you know I I think I think first and foremost um, you know I have full faith in, in Tanner and. Um, I have full faith in the 24 other guys next to me. Um, but I know that, you know, if I just gave it a night and just, just to see how I'd feel, um, that if there was any any chance, you know, I was going to go out there. And uh, so woke up and I was like, all right, let's do it. So gave him a call and went, went for it. Okay, front row, Mark. Steven, you talked before the playoffs about how excited you were to get back out there in the postseason facing elimination, what is it like to, to sit there and watch the end of that game and know that you, you put up that kind of performance in an elimination game? Um, I mean, it's, you know, I think you can put a lot into, you know, elimination games or you can choose not to. Um, you know, you try and do your very best to keep it, you know, keep the approach the same. Um, you know, I, I like to think that any game that I pitch is the most important game. And, um, you know that's just how I how I tried to go into the game four, and um, you know now we get a chance for uh, for a game five. Okay, back right, Bill. Uh, Stephen, how many of your teammates, if any, did you hear from over the last twenty four hours saying you know, calls, text, hey, hey, we need you, big guy? Um, well, I mean, after sitting in the rain out, um, you know, we got we had to switch hotels and sit in traffic getting to the hotels last night. So I think we all just kind of got in and. Um, you know, I went to sleep pretty quickly. Just gave it everything. You know, gave the best chance to you know answer the bell the next day. So was able to get in uh, a lot of sleep. Okay, we're gonna stay there in the back, right? Stephen, given all the drama of the past 24 hours, did you feel you had something to prove in this game in this start tonight? Uh, not to you guys, no. Um, 
you know, you guys create the drama, but, you know, I know, um, like I said earlier, you know, I have faith in every other guy in this, in this clubhouse, and I know the coaching staff feels the same. So we're in it together. And um, when one guy goes, goes down, you know, you got to trust that the other guy's going to pick up the slack. Okay, here on the left, Mark. Steven, as you were sitting in that bus going to the hotel, what percentage chance last night did you give yourself of being able to start this game today, just based on how you felt? Uh, it, was, it wasn't much, to be honest. But um, like I said, you know, the antibiotics that you know, I was given didn't really kick in, and that was kind of the, the frustrating thing. And uh, luckily, just the uh, new antibiotics that they gave me just seemed to you know, just give me just enough um, to feel like that I could strap it on. Okay, we'll take one more here on the right. Dan. Steven, you mentioned your teammates. You know what Michael A. Taylor has been through, the, the ups and downs for him over the course of his career. What do you feel for him, given what he accomplished today? Yeah, I mean, Mikey's uh, such a great person. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a great teammate. And he does, he does all the little things. He works really hard. And, um, you know, we got drafted the same year, but he, was, he got drafted as a shortstop. So I met him pretty early on in our career. And to see him um, become an outfield, become a center fielder, uh, develop and make it to the big leagues, and um, you know deal with the uh, you know the ups and downs like you said, and get to this position and and uh, you know hit a grand slam like that, it's pretty cool. Michael A. Taylor became the first player in Nationals or Expos franchise history to belt a postseason grand slam. It came at a most opportune time in Game 4, an eighth inning blast off Wade Davis to give the Nationals a five nothing lead on their way to a victory by that same score. Taylor spoke to the media after the game. I don't remember the last time uh, after they brought in Davis, I tried to just start the bat, be at bat over, uh, just go up there like, you know, I'm starting against Davis, go through my routine, things like that. Uh, watch a little video before I went out there, so felt good once I stepped back in. Dan, second row. Michael, what do you remember about the moments leading up to the swing that generated the Grand Slam and the moments after the swing? Uh, leading up to it, I felt pretty good on the ball I fouled off. Um, the at-bat before, I kind of got caught thinking with the pitcher, guessing a little bit. So you know, I tried to stick with my approach right there and just get another pitch out over. Um, and then afterwards, I, when I was kind of numb, just running around the bases, I was Honestly, I didn't think it was going to get out the way the wind was blowing in. You said that uh, you had watched some, some video um, on Davis. Was it a specific pitch or location that you were looking for? And, you know, obviously getting the ball in the air was probably not the most likely thing today, hitting a grand slam. Uh, was that what you were trying to do, or, or what was your thought process going through that? Uh, it wasn't so much a pitch or a location. Uh, for me, it's just getting a pitch in the strike zone. A lot of times I can be a little too aggressive, so just trying to slow myself down, obviously watching video, getting an idea of all the pitches he has and uh, kind of see what they're doing. And then once I got in there, just trying to find the baseball and uh, you know, get a pitch in the zone. Entering Wednesday's game four, Trey Turner was 0 for the series, but Washington star shortstop finally got back on track, collecting one hit and walking twice and scoring one of Washington's five runs and their 5-0 victory over Chicago to force a winner-take-all Game 5 in Washington on Thursday. Turner shared his thoughts after the game. I mean, it, maybe relief is the wrong word, but how did you feel getting that hit and getting kind of on the board in this series, running the bases and scoring? You know, I felt, I felt good because, you know, I'm at the top of the lineup to get on base, you know, kind of start things, and 
Um, I haven't done a good job of that this series. And um, to have one fall felt good and try to get the ball rolling. You know, I think uh, more people on base, the better it is for us. So uh, I would like to get over there a little bit more. How do you specifically feel confidence-wise heading back to DC for a decisive game five? Yeah, for me, I think the uh, momentum's huge. You know, I think uh, you know last year the Dodgers kind of did it to us, and hoping that kind of feels the same way this year as we got that momentum going back home and um, kind of keep it rolling. I think you know from a standpoint, of individuals we've got a lot of experience and um, a lot of talent, and I think that that helps kind of take some pressure off, and um, you know hopefully we can go out there tomorrow and. Um, Kind of play the same way we did today. Ryan Zimmerman went hitless in game four, but it was his ground ball that was booted by Addison Russell to get the Nationals on the board in what proved to be the only run they would need as they cruised to a 5-0 win against the Cubs in game four to set up a winner-take-all game five showdown in Washington on Thursday. Zimmerman shared his thoughts after the victory. Since the all-star break, I mean, nobody's really been, been like him, so to have him come out and and do that in a spot like that was obviously, I mean, huge as an understatement for us. Ryan, when you're on defense and you're not that far away from Steven, can you kind of tell early what he's got going on? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, he's had it going on a lot lately. But, you know, he's mixing all four of his pitches. That change-up's obviously pretty tough and mixing in 95, 97-mile-per-hour fastballs that he's spotting where he wants. Um, there's not much you can do. I mean, when someone's throwing stuff like that, it's it's not a fun and bad. Did you have anybody on your team that you know of either text or talk to Stephen in the last 24 hours to say we need to pick up? I didn't. I don't know if anyone else did. Um, you know, Stephen wants to pitch. He's always wanted to pitch. It's never been a matter of whether he wants to pitch or not. It's just you know, he's able to pitch. So you have to ask him about that because I don't really know much. But when and how were the last? 12 hours like for you personally? I mean, do you pay attention to the news that was going on or the stuff that was out there? It's hard not to worry about getting myself ready to play a playoff baseball game. Um, you know, that's what playoff baseball is supposed to be like. It's supposed to be tight games. It's supposed to be big hits. Uh, pitchers, starting pitchers throwing the ball well. Um, in my experiences, it's never been easy to score runs and they've always been tough games. So this series is kind of what I've always experienced with playoff baseball. And you know you score runs here, what did it feel like to get four once there with Kyler? Well, I mean, obviously that's the best hit you can have. So it felt pretty good, especially since it's been such a struggle for, for both teams really to score runs all series. Anytime you can put a crooked number up in an inning, it's, uh, it's almost an accomplishment, it seems like.